Welcome, everyone, to our special September episode of Silas Speaks, Silas' monthly podcast, which is your window into what is happening at Sila and the securities and insurance licensing industry. Silas Speaks is brought to you by Rhodes Online and Sila, and I'm Alistair Yu. And I'm Diana Ivy. Yes, you are. And Diana, <laughs> Diana, let me ask you, do you know what Seattle is known for? Of course. Starbucks coffee. What else? <laughs> yeah, of course. Everyone knows Starbucks. Starbucks, Pike Place Market, the Mariners, the Seahawks. Oh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, Mount <laughs> Rainier. Okay. But most importantly, you know, this year, Seattle is going to be home to the 2022 Sila National Education Conference. And you know who our guests are today? I do, but go ahead and tell everyone else. <laughs> we have two special guests, Diana Capes, Executive Director at Sila, and Mary Ellen Hammock, who's also the Executive Director of the Sila Foundation. Hi, Diana. Hi, Mary Ellen. Thanks for being on. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. This is so fun. I get to talk about something I know something about today. <laughs> Well, it's nice to have you both on. Thanks for coming and sharing some insights with us. Uh, Alistair, I know we want to hear from Diana and Mary Ellen all about the conference that you just announced. So let's get started. Absolutely. We're so excited. Diana and Mary Ellen, can you tell us how many years has Sila been, been, been hosting this conference? Well, actually, we go all the way back to 1990, believe it or not. So that's well over 30 years ago that mm -hmm. we had our very first conference in Indianapolis, Indiana. That, that's great. And which is the headquarters of Sila, correct? Correct. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was so small compared to what it's grown to today. So yes. it's amazing what time will do and what, you know, new relationships you build and where we've been, where we are. So it's good news. And, and I think we've been to Indianapolis twice now. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Twice. I know it was the first and then we had a, uh, a, a historical one, I guess the 25th was also in, in Indianapolis. Uh, the, no, it wasn't the 25th. It was in 20, it was 2018, I believe, is when we were there the last time. I'm not sure But But most importantly, I know what oh, somebody like myself is always thinking about, how do we choose the location? Sila always picks a great location. This year, Seattle, no different. But it's, it's a lot of work, but do we just pick out of a hat? How does this happen? <laughs> well, you know, you look at how big we are now. And so what we do is we know what kind of meeting space we need. And we know about what type of, or how many guest rooms we need. And we're still trying to find those hotels that can accommodate both our meeting space and also the number of guest rooms. And so, as you can imagine, the choices now are starting to get smaller and smaller. Um, and we also look at where we've been because we don't wanna be in the same area each year because our members are located across the country. Mm -hmm. So we try to balance it out by we might be in the West one year and the East another year, South, North, just so that we can get as close as we can to silo members um, and have that kind of balancing effect. Um, pricing is important. We're a nonprofit organization, so we do have to take in account what, you know, the guest room charges are going to be. And of course, we're also looking for location appeal. Finally, here's the big one. It's the silo board that gets <laughs> to vote. 
on where we're going each year. So yeah. we give them the choices that fall in the, that criteria, but they're the ones who put their finger on it and say, let's try that. So. There you go. That's why, you know, electing your board members important in terms of determining where the conference will be. How about exactly. that? Right. So I know we're in Seattle, October the 23rd to 26th. Uh, early bird is still open, right? That's Correct. Well, not early bird, but you can still register okay. for the SILA conference. Right. We still have sleeping rooms that you can get until the end of this month. So if you are after you're hearing this and you're energized to register, if you haven't already, there is still time to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we chose Seattle. We were supposed to be in Seattle a few years ago, but due to circumstances, we were not. And now we're returning. Right. How do we... How do we choose Seattle? What do we love about Seattle, Diana? <laughs> well, wouldn't you know that we've had one regulator who has been pushing us to go to the Seattle conference or Seattle, Washington area since I don't know how long ago. And we didn't have really a conference hotel that was big enough to accommodate us. Mm -hmm. However, the Seattle Hyatt Regency was built and we were going to go there in 2020. But then that thing called the pedant, excuse me, that thing. <laughs> that thing we don't talk about. That <laughs> word. Say the word then the thing called a pandemic happened in 2020, which changed all our plans. And so what we did then was rolled it to 2022. And so we are excited to go to Seattle. Be sure to say how great the location is to Jeff Bachman with the Washington Regulator. He is very <laughs> proud of the fact that we are coming there to be with them this year. Well, and Diana, we had the opportunity to visit there in the planning phase back in 2020, and it is a beautiful location and a beautiful hotel. I think people are gonna be very pleased with the accommodations. Yes. Everything I, was new. It was yes, really new. I, I, I love the newness. I love the light up mirrors that they mm -hmm. had that you just touch. I'm like, oh, these are great in my room. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm really excited about that experience, too. <laughs> Absolutely, Marilyn. So we're all looking forward. I, and, and I think if you're listening today and you're attending the conference and you're having a great time, find Jeff and, and let Jeff know, right? Exactly. He's, he takes this, uh, this ownership very, very <laughs> important to him. So, so Jeff, we hope you're listening to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Expectations are big, Jeff. <laughs> so uh, for all of our attendees and, and people who haven't attended in, in past you know, years, why should they attend? Well, if you think about it, you know, if think about the line of work we're in. It's such a unique um, profession, meaning that you just can't talk to just anybody about what you do. But in this three and a half day venue, these are all the people who convene and we are all aware of the challenges, the situations that we're dealing with, requirements. We all have a role in the insurance licensing securities registration. So it's a unique venue where no place else can you go and get that focused attention um, during this time. So you're going to be meeting people like regulators, the ones who actually, you know, outline the requirements that you have to follow. You will be meeting vendors, 
the ones who provide automation and services. And then you'll be meeting people just like yourself that work in the industry. And these are the people you can talk to, they understand and you develop relationships with. Absolutely, I like to say it's where you go, where it's probably the only venue, large venue like that, where people actually get you. <laughs> they know exactly what you're talking about because sometimes the licensing and registration world is like a foreign language to many people right. who, who aren't in that industry. Yeah. We call right. them our people, right? Yeah, exactly. Our people. <laughs> our people. <laughs> right. And I think what people don't know or, you know, realize, but just haven't verbalized is that it is what I feel is the largest conference solely for compliance, insurance compliance, you know, securities compliance professionals in the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll find other conferences might have a session or two that bring in elements of insurance licensing and securities registration. But for the specific focus, three and a half days of just covering those um, sessions is, is invaluable. Uh, unparalleled. Unparalleled, yes. right? This is it. Come to Seattle, come for the weather, come for silence. 23rd, 26th. But it's not just the 23rd to 26th. I mean, there's an agenda of highlights and, and activities throughout the entire three, four days, right? Correct. We do. Our main conference dates are the 23rd through the 26th. That's where we'll have a welcome reception. You know, you'll be seeing all of the vendors who are there. We're gonna, you're going to be seeing people within the industry. This is where you get your first taste of meeting and greeting the people who are there at the conference. But even before we start with the, the welcome reception, you'll have chances to take pre-conference classes, which I'm sure Mary Ellen will go into just a little bit more about that. But also there are some ancillary meetings that are happening. We have regulators meetings and we have some new attending meetings. So there are some ancillary events happening even before the Sunday official start of the conference. So you want to be sure and check out the agenda. Right, right. Absolutely. And I think that's something that you said what I want to highlight, which is the new attendee meeting that happens, I guess, before the actual start of the conference, but mm -hmm. on October 23rd, that Sunday, where it's a session all for new attendees, for first-time attendees, to come in, meet other first-time attendees, right? It is kind of like the first day of school, but not like the first day of school. <laughs> yeah. right? yeah. well, our new shoes on. <laughs> and what we always say to our new attendees is that we've all been new attendees at some point, right? Yes. So we've all had our first SILA conference. And so some of us are repeaters, right? And But some of us are brand new. And so it's we start, and I think that that makes them feel comfortable for them to understand that there are people here to help them go through the program. And so we give them tips so that they can take advantage of all of those three and a half days of sessions um, and get the most out of the conference experience. We've seen some great friendships form from that orientation meeting because, you know, people are sitting next to each other. They meet and greet. We usually have some fun, you know, um, warm up exercises for them as far as communicating with each other. And it really makes their first experience fun. I think for some people, it could be intimidating or scary when they feel like they don't know anybody. Um, so this is a way to help people feel very comfortable and not feel like they're alone. Right. 
And I also want to highlight that the sessions that are held, A, clearly they're informative, okay? But they're also, they're not dry. It's not just sitting for lecture, right? I know that people that are part of the panelists, they've made it fun. They've made it, enter they made it um, I don't want to say entertaining. It is, it's not entertainment, right? It, it's real life work, but they've made it engaging, right? Where it's okay. just not just people lecturing and talking about a topic, but really making it interactive with the audience. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it right there because engaging, I think, is the important part because nobody wants to sit through something dry. That's uh, not that's not us. Uh, we do have a um, we do have twenty four different sessions planned for this three and a half day event. So there's a lot to choose from. Um, we offer regulatory sessions where regulators will respond to industry hot topic questions that we gathered in advance. So we've already gone to the industry and say, okay, what are those questions that you would like to ask regulators? So we're going to arm the regulators and they're going to respond to those questions. Um, there are even regulator sessions where you as an industry member can go meet with that regulator, introduce yourself and ask them a specific question that you deal with and they will be able to help you with that. Now, there are also insurance focused topics such as education and training trends. There'll be topics dealing with technology. There'll be topics dealing with um, cybersecurity, adjuster, limited lines, commissions. And we also have an open forum sessions. And that's what that is, it's just a Q&A. This is where everybody gets in the room, they start asking questions to other industry members. And it's a great way of feeding um, information back and forth, best practice approaches, and people get a lot of value from those sessions. Mm -hmm. But now we just talked a little bit about just about insurance, but we also have a whole separate security track going on at the same time that the insurance track is going on. So right. if you're uh, an attendee that's focused on securities registration, then you have another set of sessions you can choose from um, that deals with the areas you work in. And last but not least, a lot of our attendees also manage teams. And so we also have some professional development sessions to help them grow um, leadership skills and also just personal skills um, that they can take back. And uh, believe me, when they come back with all that information, the happiest person that's in the room is really the employer because of all of the information they're bringing back. Absolutely. It, it is just a great networking opportunity. It's a great learning opportunity. It's a great gathering of really what I like to call birds of a feather, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> understand the same types of issues who are dealing with the same types of activities and being able to share and, and, and communicate and share knowledge across in terms of how, what are best practices and how to talk to regulators, how to work with regulators. But I would say one of the real highlights for me happened Tuesday night, <laughs> Tuesday night the 25th, which is where we all get to show what great cornhole players we are. <laughs> and, <that's, laughs> and that, Mary Ellen, is what I want to talk to you about. So this, the Mary Ellen, you're the executive director of the foundation. Thank you for that. Yes. And thank you for joining us. And the foundation plays a huge role in the conference as well, right? Yes. First, I want everybody to know that we are a separate entity from Sila Inc. Um, we are public. We're the educational outreach arm of SILA. So you don't have to have membership or conference registration to participate in our classes or our webinars or our events. 
Um, and yes, we have the cornhole is returning and we are already signing up on our teams and we're already in the teams on that. So um, this is the quickest that the teams have been filling up at all past history. So when you were referring to Indianapolis as our conference, that's where the cornhole inauguration started. So I remember that one because that was, that was my first big event to plan. So yeah, we're, we're going to make it bigger and better. Um, we heard everybody wants food. So we're going to have hors d'oeuvres. Of course, you're going to have your drinks. There'll be an open bar so you can buy extra drinks. Um, and uh, we're going to start a little early. We're increasing the boards so that we can expedite things. Um, there'll be different check-in procedures. So um, everybody who's signing up, um, just, you know, you'll be getting emails and with instructions. And those who haven't, I, I suggest you do soon um, because the teams are filling up. But uh, the teams are $70. Um, uh, or you can sign up as an individual player and then we will pair you up with another one. Those are 35 each. And if you want to be a spectator, it's 30. I see. And, and you have to, you get to come up with your own great team name as well, right? Yes. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Well, for those that don't already know, the cornhole gives the champions get a big belt and then the second place winners get a plaque and then the best team name and the most team spirit gets plaque. So people really go all out. And here's something people aren't really realizing. We are right before Halloween, right? I mean, I'm expecting some really cool team spirit this year. So yeah, because you could reuse those costumes. <laughs> right. And is there a URL where people can sign up for cornhole now? Yes, um, it's at silafoundation.org and it's under fundraising. You'll see that and we're going to offer a raffle and you can visit the raffle prizes ahead of time as well under that tab. So you'll see it clearly there. Um, we also have where you can sign up there as well. Right. For team, a spectator, you just want to watch. You don't have to play. Right. So, yeah. But, but that's not all that the foundation is doing. I mean, you guys are, are arranging and organizing classes also prior. Yeah. Yes, we on Saturday, we're having the two basic classes, which is our producer licensing basics and our surplus lines fundamentals. That's for the entry level student. That's Saturday afternoon from one to five, the 22nd. And then we're having the advanced for the more seasoned student, the surplus lines advanced class, the Sunday morning, the 23rd. And you'll be done with those already registered for the conference. So you can just move on into not stand in line to register because students get registered for that as well. So that that's a little bonus of being a student. You don't have to wait in line for registration. Right. So Diana and Mary Ellen, help me out here. If I'm a first time attendee, right, and I want to work towards my designation, how is this, what should I do? I can attend, I can take classes. How will this help me achieve designation or am I way off base here? You want to take that, Mary Ellen? Um, the classes that we're offering, um, they all are approved towards your silo designation. Uh, towards obtaining it and maintaining it because we have that Silas CE requirement now. Um, they're all considered required courses, these three in-person ones, and they're worth um, four credit hours if you already have your designation you want to retain it. So yes, um, that these these are all solid designation approved and they are really, if you took all three of these, all you would have to is two elective courses left to accompany your, your meeting and your membership requirement and you'd be eligible for your Silas associate. How about that? How about yeah. that? Get a lot yeah. done this weekend. Right? Day and a half, yeah. Done. The week <laughs> of the 22nd to the 26th in October, home of the conference and Starbucks. Right? <laughs> but Mary, Maryland, there's also the foundation, not-for-profit. You guys do a lot of great work in terms of promoting the insurance kind of 
profession in the industry. I call rising stars. Yes. Right. There'll be scholarships awarded. Is that correct as well? Yes. All the money that we take in Mm -hmm. um, goes towards providing college scholarships to rising stars in our industry. We, we search high and low for those people. Um, And then we also offer our student loan repayment grant to industry employed folks that carry a balance and who are working. So um, we're little by little. Oh, and we also thank the city that hosts the SILA conference every year. And we get what we call a footprint grant. And that's a thousand dollars to a local nonprofit uh, that has an educational mission that aligns with ours. So that's where the dollars go to help kids with their finances. I, I think that's great. I think it just shows, you know, what we do at SILA, what SILA does both, you know, for people in the industry as well, promoting the industry, you know, to these rising stars. So that's yes. great. Looking forward to it. Anything we missed? Well, I invite everyone who is yet to make a decision about coming to the SILA conference. We still have time. Right. I think um, it is going to be well worth your time and energy to do that. We've got a great turnout so far, Diana. It's going to be a phenomenally attended, well-attended conference. And, and Diana, con- registration, as we said, is still open, correct? Still open, correct. Still, rooms are still available. Correct. It's September 30th. Yeah. Still September 30th. So yeah. people need to act fast. Right. That's and if that's correct. not enough, if this is not enough, why don't, you know, typically we always have like a final question. I okay. think our, our final question today, mm-hmm. and this is a really great one. What, what's your, what's your final silent conference thought? I mean, what's, what's a, a memory you have? What do you, what, what do you enjoy about the conference? <laughs> why do you attend? How about that? If you didn't have to, right? <laughs> why would <laughs> Well, because I've gone to so many of those, every year there is a renewed energy and excitement that when coming through those doors and seeing those peoples and meeting with them again, hearing the programs, hearing everything that you hear in this three and a half day, it just re-energizes you. It, It makes you proud of the profession that you have, these people get you like what we said, I mean, um, and you go home. And I think the, the, the connector in, you know, the relationships that you're building is that it's Sila that has been in the common conduit during this whole thing that not only is this a, a point of time of three and a half days of the conference, but this is something you take back and you, re-engage with the people through the silo organization. So the, the relationship just continues on until the next conference. Absolutely. That's the way it is for me. Mary Ellen, did you have anything that you wanted to add on that? Yeah, it's just that I love working the registration desk. So I get to say hi to everybody when I hand them their bags and their badges. <laughs> and I think everybody listening to this will go, oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> That's, I love seeing everybody. It's the engaging with everybody. And the energy is just, it's really just a very positive, yeah. high dynamic, fast paced few days. And I, I really do love it. I do. I look forward to it. I love seeing the, the people that I speak with, whether frequently or infrequently. 
um, you know, via email or telephone through the course of the year, being able to see them in person mm -hmm. and interact with them in person, including my own team. I have people who are not all in New York, they're around, so I don't see them as often. So that's a surefire way I'm going to see them. Um, so it's great. And I, I just love giving back. I feel like over the years, I've gotten so much from Sila myself. And I'm at a point now where I, I hope I'm returning <laughs> some of what I've received. And that brings me joy. So I really, really enjoy Sila. And, and I guess I, I, I like it for all the reasons that you guys said. It is a really great community. It's really, really great to see everybody, you know, to see everyone in person, just to connect again. And most importantly, to stay to the last day so you can find out where the event will be the following oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's always the best, you know, time. Just finding out where we're going to go next year. Okay. <laughs> and if, if, is it okay if I just do a shout out? Look, because shout them out, right? Absolutely. The one shout out I want to give, it really too, it's encompassing, is the Silo Conference Planning Committee. It is a team of people who are focused on doing all of those back office, not seen activities that help in SILA and forming this, this big event that's coming up. So this is comprised of our SILA membership. And guess what? It's led by no other than Diana Ivey, who's on the call with us. She's our yeah. conference planning chair. Well, just this year, not always. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just this year, but every year, so yes. this is an important year. So, the the, the uh, role of an incoming president, because Diana will be our SILA president for 2023, but when you are a president-elect, you have the responsibility of planning that year's conference. So Diana Ivey has taken on, assumed that role and is overseeing the conference planning, we have a great team of people. So I did not want this conversation about the conference to go without doing accolades to that team of people. So. It is a fun team of people for sure. And people, that's like one of our most popular um, committees every year because it is so much fun. And, and there's a lot of members, but it's amazing how with that many people, things, decisions are arrived at, we get consensus and it's, it's just so much fun. So I, I was really happy to be part of that this year. And I think that's a really, really important point is that the conference, you know, though it is the SILA National Education Conference, right? And SILA participates, the foundation participates. It's a conference that's put, to, put together by its constituents, mm -hmm. right? Correct. It's not Diana Cape saying, this is what the conference is going to be, or Mary Allen saying, this is what the conference is going to be. <laughs> it's us as yes. members of SILA saying this is what we want our conference to be and this is what it should be and this is what we're going to come to, right? And, and I think that's really right. empowering. And that's what makes it successful every year. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Diana Capes is being very humble because she is without her. I don't know how, <laughs> how much of this would get done because she does an amazing job year after year. I am always in awe of everything that she does for SILA and for the annual conference. Well, thank you. 
So I know that Kiana, you and Mary Ellen are both busy. We're about a month away from the conference. There's still a lot to be done that, that you guys are doing behind the scenes. We really, Diane and I would both want to thank you for taking time out of your day, you know, just to talk about the conference. We're all looking forward to it. Let's remember it's October 23 to 26 in Seattle. Registration still open until September 30th. Don't forget. So act on that. Make sure you attend, and we hope to see you all there, right? Yes. Absolutely. Correct. And we will see all of you there, right? Yes, we can't wait. Be sure to say hi. Mary Ellen will be at the registration desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will. All right. So, everyone, uh, thank you. Another great pod. Uh, If you have questions for us, you can reach out. Our email is silaspeaks at sila.org. Follow us on Twitter at at Silas Speaks. Uh, thanks you, thank you all for listening and we hope to see you at the conference. Until Absolutely. then, we'll, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye. The materials in this podcast are intended to provide a general overview of the issues contained herein and are not intended nor should they be construed to provide specific legal or regulatory guidance or advice. If you have any questions or issues of a specific nature, you should consult with appropriate legal or regulatory counsel to review the specific circumstances involved. The information or opinions communicated in this podcast are not necessarily opinions of SILA and the SILA Foundation.